there was ever a success story, I'd, I'd say that I'm living it and I'm loving it. And I, I, I hate to sound like a, you know, commercial for Oakley right. or whatever. Like I'm trying to just pump everybody up about the company, but I think you've probably heard me say it in the past. They're going to have to pull my dead ass out of the sleeper because I'm not leaving Oakley. Welcome to the Oakley Podcast, Trucking Business and Family. This show is brought to you by Oakley Trucking, headquartered in North Little Rock, Arkansas. The purpose of this podcast is to communicate with Oakley owner-operators and their families by giving them up-to-date information concerning Oakley Trucking and the trucking industry. From business advice to safety updates to success stories. Also to give an insight to outside truck drivers that might be interested in joining the Oakley family. Hi, this is Jeremy Kellett, Director of Recruiting here at Oakley Trucking, and I'm your host for this podcast. This is the Oakley Podcast Trucking Business and Family. This is episode 119. So on today's episode, I have another one of our owner-operators in here, Mr. George Gear, and we're going to talk about his story. And you know, one of the reasons, I've had some of our owner-operators on here lately, the last few episodes, but I want everybody to know what kind of owner-operators we have here. I mean, it's just good good, authentic, hardworking people that I think really gives you an insight to Oakley Trucking. When you hear their story, you talk to them. I guess you listen to them and I talk to them, but it's just a great, it's a great way for us to communicate better with our owner operators, our families, helping recruiting, retention. You know, you, you hear that guy on the episode and you go, Hey, I can relate to that. You know, I can understand what's going on there. So we're going to visit with George about his story and talk, talk a little bit of everything with him. But first, let's do Oakley Update, sponsored by Aero Truck Sales. Let's listen to one of Oakley's owner-operator experience with Aero Truck Sales. Called Kenworth off of 440. Called Peterbilt. Called Freightliner. None of them wanted to work with me. So uh, Jeremy Kellett uh, got me in, got me over to Trey. Trey Visor. Me and him had a conversation. He sent me to uh, Keith Wilson and never looked back from that point. I was upside down 29,000 and change. They paid off all but $5,000 of my loan on a blown truck. That right there said a lot to me. You know, they were willing to step outside of their comfort zone to get my deal done. I never felt like a customer. It was more like a family feeling. Um, he took care of every every aspect of the deal. He was completely transparent. There was no hidden, no hidden nothing. So if you're in the market for a used truck, you owe it to yourself to call Keith Wilson at Arrow Truck Sales in Springfield, Missouri. Tell him you heard it on the Oakley Podcast. So the Oakley update real quick is just a couple quick things. One is the Oakley calendar. I think it's been a while since I mentioned this. And for all the new guys that are here and even the older ones that might have forgot, we do an Oakley calendar every year. And you send pictures in to us of a particular setting where your truck and trailer is, you know, is just a neat picture. Whether it's, whether it's out west, whether it's in a customer's facility, whether it's while you're loading or unloading. Just something where you can get the whole truck and trailer in there. You can see it good. A good, a good camera, good picture. I mean, most of them are sent in by cell phones, of course, but just something that, that you think is pretty neat. Sometimes with the weather 
comes into play. But Miss Vicki Chastain is the coordinator on that, and she is the final say so on what pictures make the calendar. So there's there's only twelve that's going to make it. But we do it every year, and we send it out to all of our customers, all of our owner operators, and it's just something good to get you guys involved and portray your truck and trailer. So get to taking pictures, send it to them, uh, send it to Vicky's email address. The other other thing, you know, it's hot outside. It's very hot outside. I think my my truck's at 103, 104 when I got back from lunch. So y'all be careful out there and take care of yourself. It's so easy to get overheated real quick doing this job too. And as we all know, it's it's not just sitting up there driving all day. It is, there's some work involved in it. Y'all take care of yourself, stay hydrated the best you can and keep that in mind. You don't feel good, don't do it. Tell somebody. Also, freight's good. You know, just this morning down there with dispatch, I mean, they're constantly hollering at us, need some trucks, need some trucks. And, you know, it's a good problem to have, I guess. So freight looking good for everybody. Hopefully that keeps rolling through the rest of the year too. So it's, it's really good. All right. Well, let's, let's talk to George Gear. Hey, George, how you doing? Not too bad. How you doing, Jeremy? Doing good, man. I appreciate you coming on, doing this little episode of the Oakley Podcast with me. Tell everybody where you're from, a little history on you. Well, originally I'm from Midland, Michigan, but moved down to Gulf Shores, Alabama about five years ago. That's where I live now. Family? Had, oh, yeah. I had a wife, four kids, a 29-year-old, 24-year-old, a 22-year-old, and a six-year-old. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we got them spread out a little bit. That is good though. Yeah. Now, what made you go from, you said Michigan mm-hmm. to Gulf Shores, Alabama? 40 years of freezing my butt off was enough for me. I I decided laying underneath the truck and getting everything on thawed just to get going in the winter time. It was getting hard. I mean, once you hit 40 years old and that ice and snow, it, it doesn't get any warmer. No. How long have you been at Oakley? I've been at Oakley for three and a half years. And what do you pull? Right now, I'm in the process of switching from end dump to pneumatic to the bulk pneumatic. Oh, good, good. Yeah. And what kind of truck are you on? Volvo. How many trucks you had since you've been here? Two. Last one was a Peterbilt 386. All right, now you got a Volvo. Yeah, some people might think I downgraded, but my paycheck upgraded. So <laughs> <laughs> why did why is that? Better fuel mileage. Yeah, repair costs are down. Downtime is down, you know, and that's, that's the name of the ball game. What year model did you get? 2015 Volvo, Volvo BNL 64T. Okay. It's done an amazing job as far as fuel mileage, anywhere between six, eight to seven, two, you know, depending on where I'm running at that week, but repair costs, like I said, way down, downtime is down, you know, less downtime you have, more time you have to make money. Right. Right. You know, I'm not sitting around waiting on parts, you know, it's just. It's been a whole lot better scenario. That Peterbilt about broke me. Yeah. Yeah. So moved from Michigan down to Gulf Shores, Alabama. Sure. Uh, then you found Oakley. How long have you been here? What did we say? Three and a half years? Three and a half yep. years. Okay. And you've pulled dump the whole time, but now you're fixing to make the swap to pneumatic tank. Yes, sir. What is that all about? That's something different. You know, I've never done it before. So figured why not give it a shot? Everybody keeps telling me that it's more money and, you know, Less work. I, I can't really see how I'd be more money with less work. I've never experienced that. So, but what's the real reason, George? That's it. Oh, I thought it was because Austin went over there. Nah, 
Austin, dispatcher. Austin thinks it's Austin, but it's not. Okay. <laughs> now Garrett's done a hell of a good job. I, you know, I can't complain about what he's done either and keeps me moving just yeah. like Austin did. As long as they keep me moving, I'm happy. So for people listening out there don't know. So Austin was dispatching in dumps and he was dispatching George, but then he, we moved him to pneumatic tanks and I don't know how long ago, six months ago or so. And he's been, I think, trying to recruit some of his guys he had <laughs> under dumps to swap over to pneumatics, which is a good plan, a good idea. Yeah. And it works. And Hey, uh, you know, work with people that you're comfortable with. Yeah. And I think so too. I think it's a great, you know, the good part about it is you never leave the, the company. You never leave Oakley. You can go from an end dump to a pneumatic and keep everything. It wouldn't matter. I'm not leaving Oakley. Yeah. <laughs> you all have to pull me out of here kicking and screaming. It's just not happening. That's good to know me either. My wife wouldn't let me. Yeah, my wife would divorce me. <laughs> I'm mine too. I don't know what we'd do. Yeah. We can go out on my boat, go fishing. Hey, that's a good idea. Hey, I like that <laughs> Gulf Shores, Alabama. So what do you do down there? Is that what you do in your off time, spare oh, yeah. time? Yep. Spend time with a six-year-old. You know, we hit the pool a lot, but. A lot of time we spend out on the boat, do a lot of fishing, offshore, inshore, you know. So you're down there close where you can get to the um, to the I'm, Gulf? I'm right on the water. I go right out through Bon Secours Bay, or I can take the intercoastal over to uh, Perdido Pass and Orange Beach and go out into the Gulf that way. You got a pretty good boat that get that get out there and handle the waves oh, yeah. and stuff? I got a 24-foot walk-around Cuddy cabin, with a 250 Suzuki on the back, and it does a pretty dang good job. Nice. Yeah. What kind of fish you catching out there? Right now, Spanish mackerel, king mackerel, red snappers on, you know, if you want to go out 25, 30 miles to the different reefs. But, I mean, you can get some of them that are closer into shore, but they're hard to find. Right. Too many other boats hitting them. But, yeah, Inter it's a good time. That's interesting right there to be able to do that down there on the Gulf when you go home. I mean, that's. Man, it's. That's a far of, cry from Michigan. Well, Michigan wasn't bad either. I mean, we get out and go, go on great lakes and do salmon fishing walleye fishing and whatnot but yeah it, it's not quite the same as getting a hold of something that could literally eat you you know i right <laughs> well one of my other friends tony hollingsworth he went out with us over labor day weekend yeah or no memorial day weekend this past one whatever it is in may memorial day he hooked up on what i think was a hammerhead shark because it was huge but he hooked hooked up on it on a little itty bitty, I call them pompano rigs. And all it is, is mono with a real light hook. I mean, the lightest tackle that you could possibly run in the Gulf of Mexico. And he fought that thing for like 10, 15 minutes. Before it broke off? Yeah. I reached over and I tightened the drag a little bit because he was about to spool the. Yeah. He's about out. Yeah. He was about to spool it. I tightened the drag a little bit and he snapped it off right away, but. He had a lot never of could see it. it, never could get a look at no, it. No, it splashed around up on top. It was huge. It was big. I couldn't tell exactly what it was, but I knew it was a shark. That's the thing about it down there. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, not until you get it. I've got video. As a matter of fact, I just showed Garrett today at lunch a video of me and one of my other friends, Brian. We were out there messing around. We were about 15 miles out. Got a hold of an eight-foot bull shark. Mm. It took us about an hour and a half. We had it up next to the boat before I could cut it off. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, you never know. That's, that sounds like a lot of fun. Well, you know, what I wanted to talk to you about was working here at Oakley. A little bit about your history, too, before you came here. Because three and a half years, I mean, how long have you been driving? I've been driving for 24 years. I've been an owner-operator for 21. So, owner-operator for 21 years. What kind of job were you doing before you came here? What's your history like? 
Uh, before I came here, I was leased to a company called Universal. They do the whole Landstar model, and I'd been leased to Landstar in the past as well. You know, basically where you're finding your own freight off of their boards. What ended up happening, you start out, it seemed like you'd start out making really decent money. And it just kept going down and down and down to the point where I was almost bankrupt when I came here. I told Austin when I got done with orientation and we were doing our driver dispatcher meeting, I told him, look, this is the last go around. I mean, if it doesn't work here, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not going to be in trucking anymore. I'll find something else to do. You know. And, so you were in that bad of shape financially? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, it was bad. And wife was not happy with me. I wasn't happy with me. I wasn't happy with the entire situation. And it was, it was really bad. Everything was month, month and a half behind. I mean, it was, it was bad. I let Austin know what the situation was. I was honest with him. What you know? made you pick this place? Cause you got all those places to pick. I mean, did you know somebody <laughs> over here? No, no. As a matter of fact, it was JP. Yeah. That boy called me every week or every two weeks for about a year straight, bugging me to come over here. And I finally said, you know what? I, I don't have anything to lose. I might as well. I mean, let's just go see what it's all about. Even though I'd never pulled an end dump or pneumatic or hopper bottom in my life. thought, what the hell? It's something different. I'll try it. But I'm glad I did. Really so you come I over did. here broke. You told Austin, I got to work. This is the last go around. That's it. And within a month and when I came on, it was the week before Thanksgiving. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He That's got a tough time to start, you know, yeah. the holidays right there. He deadheaded me out of here over to Oklahoma, picked up a load going up into West Virginia. And that was what I got in for that week. Because, you know, when you get out of orientation on Friday, you basically have the weekend. We got that one in and I got paid on that. And I ended up going home for Thanksgiving day. The day after Thanksgiving, I was right back out on the truck. I didn't go home again until Christmas. By the time I went home for Christmas, I had all my bills caught back up and I had money left over to buy my kid, kids Christmas presents. And my wife's happy with me again. Life is good. <laughs> But yeah, he, he worked his tail off for me and I worked my tail off for him. And that's pretty much the way we, we've done it the entire time. You know, it's, it's not easy coming in here to pull a dump trailer and do that because it's, there's a learning curve there to figure it out. Yeah. I, I had to get around that curve pretty quick, man. I didn't have time to mess around. Um, you had them knocking at the door. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, it was bad. It was, I was in pretty rough shape. Like I said, we got it squared away pretty quickly. And after that, it's, it's really been a good thing. I mean, I went from dang near bankrupt to, you know, buying my own home, a couple of different vehicles, a different truck, paid that truck off within a year. You know, I don't have a truck payment. Nice. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it that way. Boat. Yeah. Big boat. Fishing boat. Big boat. Big boat. Good. Good story. Yeah. yeah. It's, if there was ever a success story, I'd, I'd say that I'm living it and I'm loving it. You know, it's. I, I, I hate to sound like a, you know, commercial for Oakley right. or whatever, like I'm trying to just pump everybody up about the company, but I think you've probably heard me say it in the past. They're going to have to pull my dead ass out of the sleeper because I'm not leaving Oakley. And that's just the way I feel about it. And, you know. But you had, you had 20 years prior to coming here. Oh yeah. Being, I had, a, being an owner operator. What I, makes it so different? 
Well, it's the people. It's all I'm convinced. It's just the people because they're willing to work hard for you. If you're willing to work hard for them, you know, and everything just seems to come together here correctly to where you can make what, what you want to make, you know, other companies, it's not how much work you put into it is how much you're going to get out of it. I mean, you could work your fingers to the bone at some of the other places and bring home nothing. Whereas here you put the time and effort in and do the work, you're going to get paid. In the three and a half years that I've been here, I don't even know who runs payroll. And that's a good thing Yeah, because I've never had to call them. I've never had an issue with my checks. Every other place that I was leased to, it doesn't matter. Landstar, Universal, a couple other companies that are going to remain nameless. That wasn't the case. I was constantly on the phone with payroll trying, trying to get things straightened out. I mean. Though there's nothing more aggravating than, oh, than a wrong paycheck. It, it, and it's not just, it doesn't just aggravate me. I mean, it aggravates my wife, you know, and everybody knows if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. And when she's finding things that are wrong, my wife is in banking for 15 years. So she is very good with numbers. She's very, very astute. Is that what she does now? Heck no. She raises my son. She doesn't. She's not working now. No. Nice. No. So what, what's her perspective of Oakley? If I leave Oakley, she'll divorce me. <laughs> I mean, she's basically <laughs> said it. No, she loves this company, man. She, uh, she has nothing but good things to say. If somebody says something bad on Oakley's webpage, Jennifer will get them. If she sees it, she'll come right back after him. Oh, good. We got a little social media police there. No, oh, yeah. She, she doesn't like that. She has the utmost respect for this company and the people that work with it. Well, that goes a long way because she's part of it. I mean. Yeah. And she feels like it too. Yeah. That's why. And, and she should. I mean, the job that she does at home, it's, it's crazy. Raising a little six-year-old when, you know, at our age, I'm not, now that's, that, that's going to be, remain a mystery too. But. Now the other ones are gone. They're, they're out and gone. Most of the other kids. The oldest one. Yeah. He lives up in Michigan. He's doing well. He works at a machine shop up in Bay city. He's got a little baby girl that's coming down to see us in July. And the other two, the daughter's 24 years old. She's married to a guy that's in the Navy and he should be coming back in the next month or two. And then she'll be going off with him again, I guess. I know we're, it's either that or her and the middle son are getting an apartment together right there around Gulf Shores. and So they're down there with you, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Good. yeah they stay pretty close. Family's important to have around. Oh, yeah. It definitely is. But the little guy, he's the he's the spark plug. Yeah. <laughs> he's something else. That, that, uh, that'll be a neat future for him having such older siblings, you know. I think that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. He, he's progressed pretty, pretty quickly because of it. So he doesn't probably spoiled right. Yeah, he is. <laughs> no doubt. You know, one thing I like to ask everybody and you don't, you give us whatever detail you want, but managing your money, you know, they're like, everybody does it different. I think when they, when they start making money, uh, mm-hmm. trying to prepare for what's next down the road and plan for a, another truck, plan for repairs, you know, is there a certain, you have a certain way of you manage your money, you and your wife manage your money that will help. Jeremy, I have the best way that you could ever manage your money. Tell me. Give it to your wife. (laughs) Some people will disagree with that. (laughs) Yeah. 
No. What but we, if she's in banking for 15 years, I'd say she's probably trustworthy. What we do, what I try and do, my bare minimum that's kept in my checking account, what I do at the end of the week, my checking account holds $5,000. That's a bare minimum that I, ever in my checking account. Everything above that goes into savings. Next week, same thing, $5,000, rest in savings. And that's how I do it. That takes care of my taxes. That takes care of breakdowns. It take, takes care of any emergencies. And I always know that I have money in my checking account to pay for anything that might come up. Where so I don't that's have your to truck and, checking account? Yep. That's, and I, I basically run them together. Do you the, pay yourself? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but everything comes out of the check. You see what I'm saying? There's, uh, I have one bank account that I use for me and for the truck. And I run everything right out of that. I'm not, a lot of people try and do multiple accounts. And I think that's where they screw up and they get themselves in trouble because they lose track. Mm. What I have in this account, what do I have in this account? You know, how much do I have to move over today to meet this? What do I have coming out of here? Should I move it from, I don't want to do all that. I like things nice and neat and simple. And the only way to be nice and neat and simple, one account. Multiple accounts, I've learned over 21 years, it's going to get me in trouble. Just keep everything together. Keep it nice and neat. I have my savings and I have my checking. You know, keep five grand in the checking, move the rest into savings. It's there when you need it. And the savings is for whatever you need. Exactly. For taxes, breakdowns, you know. Get ready to purchase a new truck, something like that. Any Buy mama a washer and dryer when she needs it. You oh, know? Okay. Whatever. Okay. You know. It, Whatever then. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to all be about the truck, you, and you can't have it all be about the truck. You gotta, you gotta take a little time for yourself too, you know. Yeah. Now, I said it to Austin. I don't know how many times. I, I do not live to work. I work to live. You know, my life. It isn't in that truck looking out the windows. That's what provides me the opportunity to live my life in Gulf Shores with my wife and my kids. You know, and that's, that's how, the way that I approach it. How often do you go home? What I try and do is I try and go home two weekends in a row and then I'll stay out for a weekend. That's the way I was doing it with dump Pneumatic, apparently I'm going to be staying out for two and a half, three weeks at a time and then going home for five or six days, whatever. But Is that what Austin told you? Yeah. That you work best? Yeah. I think a little bit of it, just got to try it and see, you know, see what works. It's kind of what I figured out. Not too worried about it. What's the, uh, what's the worst thing at Oakley trucking? What's the worst thing? Worst thing at Oakley trucking? Well, ABC Coke in Birmingham, Alabama. Heard that before. <laughs> yeah. It tried to eat my finger. Oh, it did. Yeah. Yeah. It was my fault. Got it. What's the I, best? The best thing? The people. Hands down. All right. Everybody here. I have not had a bad experience with anybody in the office, whether it's dispatch, safety, whatever. I haven't had a bad experience with anybody. I haven't felt like somebody's undressed me or I've, I've had to undress them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just haven't had any bad experiences. By people, Miles, I think he meant the recruiting department specifically. The best thing. Now, Randolph left me at David's. Burger joint there when I was in orientation. So oh, he did? Yeah, that's probably the worst thing that happened to me. Run off and left you there. He ran off and left me there. That's not a bad place to be left. No, nah, luckily the other orientation guy was there. He gave me a ride back. 
You know, you've been hearing me talk about Lube Zone for a couple of years now. Well, now it's time you hear from one of our owner-operators. Listen to Mike Durbin talk about his experience with Lube Zone. The price is great. The service is great. From the time when I pulled in the door to the time I pulled out was less than an hour. Best I've ever had as far as an owner-operator had my oil change. Checked the oil. They showed me the oil. They get all the portion on the wrenches. Showed me my rear end oil uh, on the paper, and uh, they did the job. You know, it was just it was very nice to go somewhere, get what you wanted done, and and go. I was very pleased with it. Like I said, very satisfied. I will go out of my way from now on to go there. Check out LubeZone.com for all their services and all their locations, and tell them you heard it on the Oakley podcast. Good stuff with George Gear, one of Oakley owner operators here, coming to visit with me a little bit and talk about his success story and. You know, it's just, uh, it's good to hear. I I had no idea that you were about bankrupt before you came here. Oh, yeah. And that is really a success story now that you have recuperated and got things paid for and a truck paid for and you feel good and comfortable now that you're confident enough to switch divisions to go to the pneumatic division, buy a $10,000 blower to put on your truck and try out a new division. I think that says a lot. I've never had anybody lie to me here about what was possible. You know, I, when JP was talking to me on the phone before I ever came to Oakley, he didn't know me. He, he didn't have any, any motivation whatsoever, any reason to call me every week or every two weeks and say, Hey, come on, man, you need to get down here. You need to get down here. Only, only the fact that I think he was getting the vibe from me that things were getting steadily worse where I was at. And I think that's why he kept, kept calling. And that's what it goes back to, man. It's the people. And every, every one of y'all that I've dealt with here have treated me pretty much the same way with respect, you know, and as long as that happens, I don't, I don't know why anybody would want to leave. Yeah. You know, you told me earlier, you don't want it to sound like a commercial. And I'm like, but man, I don't have anything bad to say. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? I, well, but, but it's authentic. I mean, it's, you know, you're, you're saying this stuff that's, that you mean, and that's what we want. And it, it's, yeah. You know, this podcast is not a commercial. I just like, you know, I like for people to understand our owner operators and hear their story. And whether it's at Oakley Trucking or not, you know, you can be almost bankrupt and still come out of it. And still, there's still hope yep. to be successful. You just got to find that right company. Yes, of course, I think this is the right company. Oh, I do too. But it's not, it's not for everybody, for sure. You know, it's not dry bulk business. It's not going to fit everybody. That's one thing I will say to anybody that's thinking about coming over here, if you're afraid to work, don't come here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because we do work. I, we don't, it's not all about just driving down the road. We're not a bunch of steering wheel holders that, you know, for one, we maintain our equipment. That's work. We take care of Oakley's equipment. That's work. You know, sweeping out every once in a while, you're going to have to operate a shovel a little bit. God, God forbid. You might crawl around on top of steel. You might be ca- crawling around on top of Coke. You know, you, you never know what you're going to be doing, but it's hot, you know, it's, and it's dirty work. It really is. Most of the time I don't look like this. Usually my face is black as night, you know, and been hauling Coke everywhere. And at the end of the day, you're, all you can think about is, man, I can't wait to get in that shower and get this stuff off of me. But you know, it, the rewards are there because the pay is there and the people treat you with respect. They understand what you're doing. You know, it's, it's just the best situation for me personally that I could be in. I, anywhere else, 
where I've been before in the past, the work isn't appreciated like that. You know, then it's not reflected in the paycheck like it is here. You know, and that, that means a lot. Yeah. 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 To most people, I mean, the, the reality of it is that you got to make a good living. You know, yeah. you got to make money to be able to prosper and do what you want to do. I mean, that's what it boils down to because if you're working your tail off and you get and that direct deposit rolls in and it's not makes it doesn't make you feel good it makes you feel like you've been taken advantage of then that's not a good feeling you know and that's that's something here i'm glad to hear which i do all the time that it's it's rewarding it's worth every penny of it 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 really is i mean there's a lot of guys i know that i've met my life in trucking and i've like I was telling Garrett earlier, I've dispatched, I've brokered freight, I've been on that side of the ball game. Mm. I know what that's about. That's why I don't get upset when things change. But a lot of the drivers that I met when I was doing that, Jeremy, I'll tell you, I, I wouldn't want them here because they wouldn't make it. You know, there's a lot of work involved and a lot of drivers don't want to work. And that's, that's a huge issue. Who have you, have you made some friends here? Yeah, I've met made some oh, yeah. good owner-operators. Oh, yeah. I've met some excellent owner-operators, guys that'll pitch in and help you out in a heartbeat. You know, most everybody will anyway. Yeah, if you have questions, all you have to do is ask somebody. I haven't met anybody that's not willing to talk to you. Oh, I think you're right. I, I know we've got some good owner-operators. I mean, I, I hear that so many times of people that make friends. Like, they go through orientation together. They instantly make friends. They exchange numbers, and then they keep up with each other. I, As they go through a lot, of, a lot of times that happens. I think I'm the only one left from my orientation. Oh class. yeah, I think I am. I think I'm the last man. Did standing you get everybody's there. number in there? Or you... Yeah, yeah. But I know quite a few of them left. Yeah, it didn't take them long either. <laughs> <laughs> Might have not have met the criteria. Who knows? Well, you know, I think the it the work kind of got to them a little bit. It weeds them out. It, it 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 certainly does. It'll weed yeah. them out. Hey, if you want to get out of the truck and you want to stay in shape, that's the place to be. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to get in shape, you don't want to work, that's not the place to be. I tried this is a good workout program. Yeah, heck yeah. So when are we going fishing? Whenever you want. You just give me a date and a time and make sure that I'm there. All right. I'll get you a head, heads up. We'll have to do that. I'd love to go do that. Catch a few things. I'd, shoot, I'd love to take you. Yeah. As long as I take some drama mean the night before. Yeah, I don't want to be doing that. Everybody that, everybody that goes out on the boat with me ends up heaving over the side at some uh, point. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Maybe we'll stay in a little bit. <laughs> oh, no, that's not the full experience, Jeremy. Yeah, Come on now. I know. I know. Well, George, anything else you'd like to add? No, I, I think I'm all good, man. I really appreciate you doing this. It means a lot. I know we just asked you the other day. We knew he's going to be in here swapping to pneumatic, so it uh, it really helps us, and it helps us, this podcast, you know, getting out good information from our own operators like yourself and telling your story and you know not everybody wants to do that all the time but i appreciate you telling your story and letting other people out there hear it and uh, yep. know what's going on it's well hopefully hopefully it helps get good people in here i you think know? it will you know I, good people are hard to find they really are that they are very hard well, I appreciate everybody listening to the Oakley podcast this week. You know, once again, it's a great one. We get some, we just got some good owner operators working here at Oakley Trucking. I'd like for you guys to, to hear as many as I can get on here. Be sure and comment, subscribe, check us out on YouTube. Let us know what you think about the Oakley podcast and, and spread it to everybody you know and get it out there. We're trying to do our best to get it out there so 
We can use it as a, a communication tool to all our owner operators. And I know there's some out there, some of our guys, Miles, that still don't know how to listen to a podcast. So we got to help educate them on that because we need everybody, especially Oakley owner operators and their families listening and watching this. And it sure would be helpful. If you got any questions, got any suggestions, let us know here at the, at the Oakley podcast. Give us a call. And if you're interested in leasing on with us and you got questions, Please call us, you know, give us a call up here at the office and we'll answer all your questions and give you a bunch of information to look over. So once again, we appreciate everybody listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate or review the show in the podcast platform of your choice and share it with a friend. We love hearing from our audience. So if you've got a question, comment, or just want to say hello, head over to our website, theoakleypodcast.com and click the leave a comment button. We'll get you a response soon and may even share some of the best ones here on the show. We'll be back with a fresh episode very soon. Thanks for listening.